1: In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: Hey doing guys, welcome back to the channel. I just thought in this video it would be nice to get in the trenches a little bit with a team like our people squad here that's struggling a little bit at the moment. We obviously had four guys that didn't play last week. I know a lot of you guys are probably in a similar situation. You also might have a few guys uh, on your emergency list like a Simonson, you know, Freddie Lussick, these types of, of guys that are that you've brought in that are super cheap. Maybe it's a Benjamin Marsh. It's it's these types of guys that, that aren't going to be making a lot of money. Like, you know, we could go with someone like Jason Saab and and these types of guys that are down the bottom of our list there. Here we got here, Fusatua, Brad Dietz, uh, Seifarth, I've seen a few people have. Uh, yeah, they're, they're those types of guys in there that, you know, you've got a few that are currently injured or you know or suspended in a Momorowski or a PAP. You then are also sitting with one or two of these guys as well, and I just wanted to jump in and sort of have a chat about what we might want to do with these types of teams. And if you're someone that's looking to, you know, be an overall player, especially, um, we can talk about the head-to-head as well. And we'll probably we'll may as well start with the head-to-head side of things. And in with that one, guys, obviously trading through the buy period is not going to be a big thing for you guys, so. What's really important at this stage is bringing in the really good cash cows for those guys. If you have got those guys stinking it up a little bit on the emergencies, then bringing in the cash cow that's going to make 150, 200k um, is going to be really ideal at this point to really enhance your side. You're, you're looking to build up that entire team value and and not too dissimilar to what you're doing in the overall side. The issue with the overall side is you're want to be you're looking to be scoring really well through all of the buy rounds and and if you've got Two to three guys that are either not playing on the on the emergencies, or they they're going to score you a ten to fifteen. They're kind of obviously wasting a spot, but it's the amount of points that you're missing out on during that that origin period and and across those weeks that, that's going to hurt you. So um, if we if we play that in this squad at the moment, what are we looking to do? So Turpin, for example, is someone that is a chance of losing some cash over the next bunch of weeks if he's you know going to re- continue to get forty to fifty five minutes, for example then you can expect him to have scores in the 30s to 40s and you know probably lose us a little bit of money. The other side of that is is he will be playing in round 13, so the Broncos actually play that round. And he would obviously be pretty handy to have, um, but the question is going to be, is Levi going to be there, right? If we look to our bench, for example, you've got O'Sullivan this week, and if, if he's someone that's not going to be playing, if he doesn't get picked again, then... The issue for him is okay. He's probably like they don't play around thirteen, so it's like okay, is he is he going to get another week or two um, for his money to to continue improving? But he did just come off a nineteen, so you'd imagine his his price rises are going to start to slow down a fair bit. So he's someone you can probably look to to move on, and and at four hundred seventy seven k, the smartest option would be you know looking towards uh, some form of cash cow, whether. You know, this week it is a Reese Walsh, for example. But then you have to also have to think of, of the fact that they don't play round 13 and trading a Warriors player for another one. And, you know, coming into round 8, you have, what, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So you'll get five rounds out of him at, what, 250-odd K, wherever he is, Walshie, 256 or something like that. Find in a second, 254. So, yeah, obviously coming off a decent game. it just be depend where he gets named. It'll depend where he gets named, obviously, but... You know, he's someone that you'd expect to score pretty well. He's a good young player. Um, you know, a few other guys like Verrells, who is coming in at 245k, can also be a solid option for your side. And it might be smarter to to get in a player like that. That, you know, for Walsh, for example, he might they don't play round thirteen, but he might if he's going well, he'll play across those other weeks and actually score well and make you some money. Verrells is also someone that you know they don't play round thirteen either, but for him, he, he's going to get that starting spot. He'll be, he'll be back in that when, you know, when he, when he gets a few more games under his belt, for example. And he has someone that, that has produced a 40 to 45 average in the past when he gets good minutes. Right. So for him, it's his spot to lose. Yeah. You know, it, it will be his spot. Basically. There's no, there's no way that he'd get dropped. For example, um, good young player. And he's really cheap and you can use his scores across that buy period. So that's, that's something to think about there. And you know what that does then, if you have O'Sullivan, it, it, Obviously, we're, we're, we're waiting on the fact if, he, if he's named or not. Because if he's named to start again and they're like, oh, that was a terrible ex- experiment, then you, you will keep him because it's not worth wasting the trade if you don't have to. But that would allow you 230K. You know, we're sitting with 114 already. That's 350K that we could use to, to go turp and straight to a Reed Mane, You know And yes, we might be trading someone that's playing in round 13, but we get a top-line gun who's only going to miss one game over that origin period and he is someone that we don't have to worry about trading going forward. And and your trades from here on in should reflect that completely. You either are trading uh, someone in who is a cash cow is gonna make you some good coin to be able to upgrade later on, or you can downgrade through the buy period um, to some of these cheaper guys that might actually score okay. So that's another thing that we can we can talk about. But then um, upgrading that mid-range type of player like a Turpin a 600K, 550K, up to a top line gun. You're talking your Toyo Harris's, your, your Reed Marnays, your Mitch Moses, these types of guys that we're talking about there, um, that you, you that you know that have done it in the past and they're gonna to continue to do really well uh, going forward. Um, that's the most important part there. Uh, yeah, and what I was gonna say about the some of the cheaper guys that, you know, might be of some interest over that, that origin period is there's a few guys that we've spoken about that have that are kind of losing cash over the last bunch of weeks and, and they could end up, you know, if they if they've got a few origin players in their in their side we should actually have a, have a little bit of a look at that as to you know the types of the types of teams that we got there uh, going forward and who's going to be playing round 13 for example let's change this up let's get it up there on the screen Whoop. all right that's not helping us <laughs> the draw all right, bear with me, guys. We'll get on to round thirteen in a second, and we'll be able to work that out. Okay, so you have the Dragons and the Broncos, and you you think about these types of teams, and, and who have they got on the on the sidelines that may come in if, if someone's playing Origin, and you know there's this chance that someone like Ben Hunt could play Origin, and you look at guys like o, you know Sullivan that is playing in the halves there. Um, obviously a bunch of the Broncos forwards are going to be in origin like, you know, Payne Haas and and who comes in and and gets that role. You look at guys like Spencer Lane, you and, and are they going to be really uh, important over that first buy round? Is he going to play bigger minutes with, you know, a chance of guys like Isaiah Yo making, making origin, you know, you're not sure about the rest of their forwards. Ball might be in there as well. So, you know, they're going to have to cover those positions. You know, Eisenhuth might be playing through the middle in, in 13 role and, and, you know, Cable moves out, which means Martin plays some bigger minutes, and and some more minutes for someone like Spencer, for example, and you know that could be important. Someone like someone like uh, Stefano Tokamanu, he he might get a a bigger role if they happen to have any one you know fantasy fantasy relevant in, in the in the Origin there. Um, Storm, you've obviously got you know Christian Welch and these types of guys that are they're going to be playing Origin, and there's going to be a young forward or you know a young back that's going to come in for a week or two there, and, and these are the types of guys that you can. That you can look to cash down to um, come round thirteen, and that's kind of the you know that's just some some examples of the types of players or, or teams you want to be thinking about, and that's the big importance about saving trades. For example, if you are able to save a bunch of trades in this first few weeks, then well done. And in this next bunch here, if you can like I'm thinking averaging one a week, for example, you can you can bring in that cash cow that's going to do well. You might be able to hold him for four to five weeks, and then trading him down to a guy that's going to play. Uh, in round 13, for example, and you're not too stressed about, you know, if you're training one or two of these guys in, you're not too stressed if they don't play in round 17 because they're not taking up much of your cap, if that makes sense. So you're bringing someone at 240, 250, 260, something like that, even 228 if you're lucky. Uh, they play that round 13 by, and that's the only one you need them for. Yes, it'd be nice if they played 17 as well, but you can't, there's obviously, you know, either way, you either play round 13 or 17, you know, one or the other um, and those cheaper guys, you're not worried about them playing in 17 because in that case, you, you've saved some cash and then you're able to bring in some guns for round 17 and you want the guns to be doing the bulk of your scoring. You don't want a bunch of mid-range guys that are, that are doing that for you. And, and that's why I feel like someone like Spencer might be, might be worth holding on to because he's, he's not expensive, he's not taking up a lot of your cap and he could, he could play a really big role in that first buy round. He then could be moved on from there, for example. you know, by then he's hopefully around four hundred K and you get a good score out of him and then you can and then he can move on from there. So that's something really interesting to think about. And if you're holding someone like Momorovsky, we know that he plays in round thirteen and it's like, okay, it's hard to do over the next two weeks, but with trades at such a premium, then then he's really important to, to hold on to. Someone like Pap, yes, he, he he could be out for the next few weeks, for sure. You know, we don't know. There should be at least one, uh, we'll probably be two more. The question is, how many games is he going to play over that over that period? And and that's where that's where guys like Momorowski are, are much more important, right? Because they, he could possibly be a keeper, but he only misses one game over that period. Pat might will miss the next couple, or the same as Mom, for example. But then he might miss two or three over that period. So what's what's keeping him in, in the majority of teams is the fact that he's a you know one of the top few players in the game at 857k, averaging you know close to eighty or something. So they're the kind of things you got to think about, you know, is do I really need him over the next bunch of weeks to score well? And, you know, from what, round 10 to round 12, that's three rounds there. If, you, if you're if you missing out on him, uh, getting a 70 or 80 you know, average across those few weeks, then, then you're going to fall behind. And it's like, okay, it's another trade I've made, which I won't be able to, to use across round 13 and, and trading sort of heavy through that period to, to build up to a gun side in 17, 18, 19. So... They're the kind of things I just wanted to speak about in this video. So nothing, nothing too over the top, nothing too crazy, and it's just around that trade management. I think is going to be really important going forward uh, into into that buy period, and, and we'll get into a bunch of the, sort of the different trade options for for a Turpin, for example, um, around that that middle price. But I, yeah, we can we can do a quick one on it now. For example, I, he's someone that I'm looking to trade out in in my squad, and if you're looking at Around that 600 to 650 price range. We'll get down there. You know, it depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for a a half, then you have guys like Moses, for example, at 680, which you'd obviously need 50K extra to get to. Um, you yeah, know, and then you've got a bunch of guys that are going to be playing Origin. Gusto seems to be half an option for sure if you need a wing fullback. You've got Twale in there, but he's a bit up and down. Corey Thompson's decent, but again, do you want to go for him when you've got Ponga, Ted, Trebovich, Pat? You know, all these guys that are, that are killing it, for example, Elliot. We're not exactly sure about how he's going to go across the season. Nathan Brown too. You know, there's not a lot of guys here. You know, Thompson's doing okay, but Dylan Edwards could be a decent option uh, who shouldn't play Origin and, and and is a good scorer in the wing fullback. You got Adam Dewey. These types of guys we're we're looking at here. But you know, how many of those guys in that range exactly are going to be out and out guns? And it's like, ugh, well. How, who do I who do I get? And I think the decision, the better decision, is probably to go right to the top. Um, you know, with those Papali'is, the the Payne Haas, the the Reid these types of guys, I think are probably a little bit better to do. And you know, that's probably going to take two trains, two trades to get there. And, and is that worth it at this time? Like for us in the people squad, is it worth burning a couple just to just to grab an extra few points over the next few weeks? But that kills us come come Origin time or. You know, come the back end of the year because that's really all that matters is if, do you have enough trades for the buy period and after afterwards because as I said in the past like if you're if you're burning too many of them then yeah you might be going well the first you know the majority of the season and then and then you you run out of trades and there's obviously injuries suspensions restings you know all the, all the fun stuff that comes at the back end of the year and then teams teams that are actually looking after the trades and and trading smartly and and not chasing the, the points from the week before are going to run along past you and absolutely smash you. So completely up to you how you want to do it. But I think that's the smartest thing to do. Um, if you have a couple of guys like Lanyu and and that and Stefano that are going to be playing in that first buy period, they're not really going to be losing you much cash over the next few weeks. They could have a really big game, which they haven't really done yet. Um, there's so many things to think about, you know, the injuries that it could all happen to and yeah, you know, we say, Oh, I'm not going to trade next week, but then more injuries and suspensions happen, and we just keep trading. So if you have the opportunity not to, uh, and it's those types of guys there, and it's not a clear-cut cash cow like a, like a Walker or you know, Simkin, hopefully, is a, is a clear-cut, but those types of guys that are really cheap and, and you know are going to do well, then I think it's worth holding trades. But there you go, guys. That's the, the thoughts on that video there. I hope that really helps you guys. If you're liking these types of videos, please hit like, subscribe. I really appreciate all the love and support, and we'll see you in the next one when we analyze those teams. See you, guys.
1: The huh?